Good day, unicorns. Dragons. And Polly. Oh, oh my. my. So I think you guys can tell who's back. It's me. It's Bubbles. Bubbles. Welcome back. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I feel two tubes lighter. Nice. And it's freeing. What about your horn factor? Oh, God. It's awful. It's so awful. <laughs> Y'all, like, I'm dying. Are you, like, uh, contacting your doctor every day and being like, can I have sex now? Can I have sex now? Well, how about now? How about now? Okay. How about now? How about now? How about now? Like, wait eight weeks before Oof. putting anything back up there. And I was like, uh-huh. what? And I was like, thank God I found that out after I had scheduled the procedure. Yeah. Yeah. JK, I would have done it anyway. But the good news is on my aftercare form, it said two weeks. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Still, Still a long mm-hmm. time to wait. Yeah. <laughs> but not that long. But there is some more exciting what? news. Yes. There's, there's, there's what, what one else? more bitch in the bedroom. <gasps> I adopted a dog. Oh, that's so Woo-hoo. great. So we now have four dogs. Too many dogs. Not enough. Too many dogs. All right. So um, we want to get back into our Q&A with uh, Voodoo Rider. We got part two. So uh, let's get right back into it. Enjoy. So this question asks, can you guys talk about ethical non-monogamy versus unicorn hunting? Um, do you want to jump yeah, in? Yeah, go for it. Oh, you yeah, or me? No, you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in my perspective, you guys can you guys can obviously um, correct me. You know, unicorn hunting is you're for me. It's like you're looking for casual sex. There's not really any like commitment besides you come over, we hang out, we fuck, and then you leave. And and sometimes there's not really much like even like communication in between there, except like oh, I had a great time. When can we see each other again? You know what I mean? It's like a fuck buddy. Right. Mm-hmm. For and then for like non-ethical, uh, ethical, ethical, ethical non-monogamy. Ethical. Sorry, sorry. Ethical non-monogamy is kind of like an agreed. Like for me, when I hear that, I think of like you have like like an open relationship with someone. So you have an actual relationship. There's dates. You're hanging out. You're getting to know each other. You're meeting each other. Even friends and family. I but- think I think ethical non-monogamy could range from. I think it could include well. I think there would be a lot of implications of saying that unicorn hunting is ethical, but I would include ethically seeking no strings attached sex into ethical non-monogamy so, as well. Yeah, so I think mm-hmm. what you're saying is what we kind of did. Um, we were quote unquote unicorn hunting, but that wasn't our only goal and purpose. We were open to it if the unicorn was like, hey, I just want to have some sex and strings attached we were like yeah sure let's do that but at the same time we were like had our radar open to ethical non-monogamy so that was like our quote-unquote dating process i guess you could say you know depending on it's like a weird uh approach to (laughs) dating like like one night stand dating (laughs) i've i've been in uh an ethically non-monogamous relationship like Mm -hmm. one one to one you know like typical i guess and um what did that look like like to explain that so basically we were long distance 
and I was in college at the time and he was living in New York and we really enjoyed hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. We would go and see each other when we could, but we were both sleeping with other people. Super horny. Got it. And we were like, Hey, I really, really like you. I really enjoy spending time with you and talking with you. What if we both, we both want sex and we're going to resent each other if we both don't have sex for months and months. Right. So, Hey, let's safely have sex with other people. And then, you know, when we're on breaks, we'll, we would sleep with each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, that makes more sense for me, you know, as well, like in terms of that versus like they say, like unicorn hunting, like unicorn hunting to me is like, no strings attached. We don't have much relationship. It's just sex. Whereas, and I think I think the the negative connotations of unicorn hunting come with um, lack of uh, communication with yes. said unicorn of what your intentions are. I think that yeah. when they when people um, are like bubbles uh, was oh sorry my dog just jumped on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> bubbles um, was actively seeking a relationship. So if when we met her, if we only wanted casual sex and we said, yeah, sure, let's try it. And didn't really have that intention, had casual sex with her. And then we're like, oh, never mind. Bye. That would have been an unethical. And that's like where that that wow. negative connotation towards unicorn hunting comes in, like mm-hmm. more um, predatory. And yeah, uh, you know, but, but and it's a way that even people like phrase it. They're like, oh, I want to find a, a girl, another girl for my. Just fucking yeah, yeah. My man like, wants to be yeah. with a girl. He's always wanted to have, you know, a threesome like that to me is like that's unicorn hunting. And a lot of times yeah. they don't. They, and a lot of times we've said it too. Like we've, we've got to try to give advice where we say to people in terms of, you know, that's why you're probably not having as much success because you're being like too aggressive. You know, we, I think had a success because when people would say, what are you looking for? We were just like, we're looking Whatever. first just to talk to you and hang yeah. out and then go from there. We're not putting any labels on this. There's no expectations. Yeah, that's, I right. will like, say if, we... if you do know that you're open to more to a relationship that putting if you are open to more than just casual sex i think that putting it in your profile is absolutely a draw it lets those people who are more serious who typically will quickly weed out what they think is not serious not and i've seen seen people put things in like it can be like we're looking for something that's casual or it could be more so serious if things you know like they're basically saying like we're open to it yes not people because some people are like Oh no 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 no! That's not what we want. We just want to fuck, and that's yeah. why you know which they can. Which is totally okay. Which is fine. It's okay. And you're yeah. fine. Yeah. You say what your intentions are. I'm not saying that it's it's wrong. Absolutely. No, Obviously. not at all. I mean, there was a period of time where we, in the beginning, just had that. You know. Yeah, and girls, um, and a lot of times, girls would say things like, "This has been in a fantasy of mine or a bucket list thing." And after mm, like the first yeah. time, we would be like, "Oh, that was a great time. Like, would you want to do it again?" They're just like, mm, "I got it out of my system." Yeah. You know. I think that there's like this connotation with unicorn hunting because a lot of people do it, as you guys said, in an unethical way or a predatory way, that it is like the Tinder of Polly, like the Tinder <laughs> of the Polly world. Oh, absolutely. And I think that it can be, but I think that it can also be done ethically, like in a, in a way that respects people and the 
predatory connotations that come along with unicorn hunting, like lack of respect at the end of the day, yes. lack, lack good boundaries and good communication. And that's what makes it unethical. And that's what defines it at, like with that really terrible connotation, but non non monogamy that is ethical can include unicorn hunting if you are being intentional about it. And I yeah, think that yeah. that's really the big difference. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. So we just took a quick little pause break while uh, Voodoo Rado showed us her pussy, but now we're back. <laughs> it was just her cat. It was just her cat. Only fans coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So real, uh, though, I would pay money to see your cat's only fans. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I'd watch videos of that cat. So we have another question about a different type of poly. This listener writes in and says, what the hell is hinge poly? Is it like the app? <laughs> the internet is no help. I'm very confused. You guys, please help me. Okay. So hinge poly refers to when one person is considered the base, the hinge, and they have two separate relationships with two different people. So... In that scenario, they would be considered the hinge between their two partners, meaning that they have a connection to both, and those two people are only connected through their partner, their mutual partner. Yeah, like think of a door hinge. That's there you go. Yeah, yeah. The the circular part in the middle is the the. What what did you say the the hinge the, like the base oh they're considered the oh the base right yes and then uh, the two flappy parts that are nailed <laughs> to the door and the wall those flappy parts <laughs> those are the two partners but they don't come in contact it's yeah. not a full yeah. they don't like come a, in contact with each other they only come in contact with the hinge yes which is versus their like mutual partner triad a triangle you yes. take one of those they're Eskimo lines brothers or off. sisters <laughs> there you go <laughs> right. <laughs> that's an interesting way to put that but it's true yeah yeah it's yeah. funny because every time i've ever explained this i use my body as the like middle of the hinge the physical- and then my arms out and i'm like see it's like this like here's one relationship waving around here's yeah. one relationship but you see. guys can't see me so. no no sorry so i think that's it yeah that's it that's i think that's the easiest way to explain it yeah and that one again requires a lot of communication um and it ties into this next question that we have. And I actually am going to bring in the backup for this one. And we're bringing Ooh. back Poseidon. Yeah. Welcome hey. back. Thanks for having me. All right. So this listener wrote in and said, we are new to the Threpple world and are having a really difficult time with scheduling. I'm incredibly forgetful and things keep falling through the cracks. My partners are both starting to feel frustrated as well. It's not just me. We're all having difficult time keeping up with each other's schedules, but I definitely am the worst at it. (laughs) (laughs) Chiming in. Um, She's great at giving advice, guys. (laughs) This listener says, any tips or tricks to help us better align for the health of our relationship? How do I prioritize in in a way that makes both of my partners happy? Google Calendar. Google Calendar. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Yes. So we. 
live without Google Calendar. We we um we jokingly we I saw something online that said the poly flag should be the Google Calendar icon because yeah. like you use it for everything. I mean, honestly, we like we started a Google Calendar and I literally just created a Gmail account called thruplestuff at <laughs> gmail.com. That's and it's just that's the name yep. of our calendar and it, and it yeah and we share that and everybody we have, has their own color yeah yeah you have your calendar mm-hmm. like oh this nice. is for me for this week and then and the way google calendar lines it all out yeah it shows you like your schedule for the day and where it overlaps even yeah 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 no it's oh, it, it makes that. it and addresses and things yeah no it makes it uh a lot a lot easier i mean that's so it's a free app. I mean, I'm sure you guys, a lot of people don't think about that, but I mean, it should be, you know, used uh, for that, you know, and that you know when something's going on and then you can look and see like, oh, do they have something coming up that weekend? You already know. It's already in there. Poseidon and I actually do this just with the two of us because our schedules are so crazy that he oh, yeah. will send me, like email me a calendar invite to have like a movie night or happy hour somewhere <laughs> or like, like dishes, like literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my days Before... are scheduled down into fifteen-minute windows. So, like, if I don't have calendar invite, it's not, it's not happening. As oh well, yeah, as yeah. An alarm for every five minutes. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and and prior to us meeting bubbles. Um, if we had a date with someone, I, I'm sure you remember this. It was always like the purple color, and it was always Ooh. like first date in Philly with so and so, or like so and so date at our, like we would have that, so we like knew like that specific color. And like now, um, you know, we try to schedule between the three of us. Like now, I know like when Bubbles has like she's working somewhere, or she has like something coming up, or like so I can look and I don't have to ask and I say. Also, I also travel a lot. Uh, well. I don't want to say that during COVID. I travel between my family. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. far away. Yeah. So we know if she's like, is going to be in the area. And like, that's a thing too. It's like, so we'll look. And then when I do schedule something for the three of us, you know, like I just bought like tickets to go see a comedian in like September. And like, that's a thing. Like I could put it in and like our, the, our, our thruple calendar, whenever it's like uh, a date, it's like always in this like blue color. It's like that is. <laughs> and when TT's on call, like it's in red. Like, we, yeah, yeah, it's all color coded. The funny thing is, um, I'm like the, op- the opposite. Once I got into a thruple, I started being substantially better at calendaring. Oh, yeah. Because yes. I was notorious previous to Bubbles coming into our relationship. I was notorious for making plans with someone. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do dinner or drinks or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. And then two days later, I'd be like, oh, Captain, um, I'm going to go out with this person on the stage. He's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You'd be like, we're having dinner with your dad that day. I'm like, we are? <laughs> I'm like, there's what? a calendar that has yeah, everything and, we're doing. And I never paid attention. I kind of oh, just uh, flim-flammed around. And yeah. now that there are three schedules, I know it's like my brain is like, no, you have you to pay have attention. To yeah. You can't the just... Tip. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was done. The other thing that we did is we synced our um, our robot servants. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say her name because um, she'll wake up. But the, the little robots that sit on your calendar and can control your lights and tell you the... Oh, so we oh, sunk okay, our calendars okay. to, to that... Um, and so it reminds us periodically, like of the things that we have coming up, but Poseidon, 
and I have both really struggled with being forgetful. We're both incredibly forgetful and will like... Wait, 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 wait. Did <laughs> you mean how I text you this morning and say we're on for recording and you're like, oh yeah, we are. I'm like, didn't I talk to you last night about this? Oh no. <laughs> so Dude, it me. <laughs> In my defense, I set everything up yesterday to make sure that I could be on for recording today and then I totally no, no, forgot that I did any of that. It's fine. It's so fine. what do you, just, what do you get when you put like two bisexuals in, in one space together? Everything's 15 minutes late and you get a lot of plans. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm not late. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I think we need a laugh break here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's like uh, crying over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like all of the bi people that I know are just fucking messes. <laughs> like great, wonderful, lovely productive message yeah, well, yeah. I, they speaking speaking as a messy bisexual <laughs> <laughs> we're all it's so yeah it's it's bad like i yeah. found this like bisexual meme page on facebook and it's like uh like all bisexuals have three things in their house 15 alarms set up until like five minutes until they're we're supposed to have already left and then um, a bunch of dead plants and like a bunch of alive plants. Like that's it. Because we forget about it when we buy new ones. Like I could pull some dead plants from this house right now, Poseidon. So don't even try. <laughs> I am the chronically late one out of us though. Like he's he's chronically early. I'm chronically late. So we get that like 15 minute mark instead of the 30 minute mark. I think I'm um, chronic, chronically early and Bubbles is chronically late and Captain is always on time. <laughs> no, well, yeah, no. I, 15 I, minutes I, is on time. On time I is late. 15 minutes late half an hour early is unacceptable. My OCD. That's what I've always been told. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. My little bisexual mind just can't wrap around that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get there right on time. <laughs> or like three minutes after. <laughs> <laughs> but I think overall, in terms of this question, honestly google calendar is your friend that's yes. absolutely your friend um, google I, calendar should pay us for this podcast yeah it's a great way also i think to i mean they're not making money how you're spending your time especially if you're struggling with balancing your time between two partners you know set it up so that the time spent with each partner is a different color and you can visibly see where you're spending your time so if you can see oh I haven't had something scheduled with them for a while. Let's make sure to get that in. Yeah. It's very helpful for, right. I mean, I personally have really bad ADHD, so it really helps me to have a physical visual representation of how that time is being spent. Yeah. I also, one thing that I, I, that's a good point. And another thing is that I always think that 
it, it gives you something to look forward to as well. Seeing that visible resp- representation, you know, last especially in quarantine. Yeah, I mean, like last year, I, I would put a lot of things in our calendar because we couldn't do much. But I would put things something in in terms of like a date that we're just doing like at home. You know what I mean? Like, and it just gives you like it gets you excited. So it, yeah. it works two ways. It will organize you. You won't be able to, um, you know, the, this listener will be able to spend the time with the people they need to, and you can you know sync up your schedules. But at the same time, it gives people something to look forward to as well. So I have another question from a viewer that I really wanted Poseidon to be here to answer because I would, I think his insight is going to be really valuable. This listener asks, can you give us tips for flirting with men as a man? Because yeah. we had the female, yeah. the right, female. Yes. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just let my hair down and then walk into the room and vibe and it kind of just happens for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like that's a that's a hard one because it's men are just easy like you just have to like throw a wink in their general direction and then they're like is this a hint is this a signal like yeah did the breeze <laughs> blow your pheromone in my general corner of the room yeah you're yeah, probably so much let me come buy you a drink that you didn't ask for yeah so so yeah. Eye, eye contact basically is what you're saying yeah <laughs> just make eye contact make eye contact and say words <laughs> yeah it's like all of the cliche things that like straight men think they want women to do to them just like as a gay man do that to other gay men so like the the lip biting the like the like eyebrow game like all of that weird shit that doesn't work in hetero land good to know yeah oh, like so... I, and, and it's so blatant like to the point where like you'll just say something that's not even remotely funny and they'll just laugh at you and they'll be like so what are you doing tonight <laughs> there you go. hopefully uh... yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, too, it's too easy with men in the so the apps can you talk a little bit about like how you would talk to a man on an app as another man oh it just depends it's it's totally depends on like what tribe you come from or like how comfortable you are with your homosexuality like is yeah. someone who is just like comfortable with showing my face and like not afraid or shy about anything like leading in with just a face pick and just like being confident about who you are and having an identity that's not just like carnal um will i will work wonders like i i mean especially on grinder it's just like i don't know it's like being a, a, a straight woman on the straight apps like you have a flooded inbox at all all the time oh and you're literally just like next 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 until you find someone who's like you look like a decent human being <laughs> what about tips for men who want to hit on men for something that's not just a hookup um don't be gay no i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that was terrible um no seriously like sex is probably the first thing on the menu i think for most gay relationships just because it's such a like non-heteronormative culture men like, are hornballs yeah and, and they're that's just like okay. checking the box we or, love you for it <laughs> yeah yeah if we're not sexually compatible it's not going to work and it's the first it's the first test of the relationship before there's going to be a serious relationship Ooh. i find in the huh. gay sphere like huh. i i but, can kind of relate to that just too. in a bit of sex is so i mean i also have a 
<laughs> I have elevated testosterone levels, but uh, I she's horny like a man. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> all the time. All it's the a curse. It's a curse. It's not a curse. It's adorable. But um, even good thing you have two after... partners. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> We talk about this all the time of after the first time we had sex, we were all collectively like, oh, thank God. Okay, we're all good in bed. Okay, Oof, that worked out. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay now, yeah, up. Yeah. Like, now we can continue this relationship. Well, here's the thing too. Bubbles is also super like highly orgasmic. Like you could just like, like blow, blow <laughs> in her direction. And she's like, Ugh. it has to be the right um, context and environment. But yes, if you're going to throw me around a little bit and grab me, it's probably gonna be pretty easy well it's yeah it is it, it's it's like you just it's like touch here do this 10 seconds later it's, like, it's like Twist yes it. yes yes she is she really pop it. yeah so Twist it. yeah so i could see you know. i think i think uh this is totally sidetracked from our conversation or the question but uh, oh, uh an oh. easy um uh, hit a tip to the female trying to orgasm. It's all in your mind space. If you can like yes. relax yes. and get into it and feel sexy and, and, and want, you know, sexual thoughts going through your head, it's going to be so much easier. And I think that's why bubbles is so orgasmic because she's always horny and it's in her. And, and well, when you said very good at the right, yeah, the right mind so space and, and yes. they, they know exactly what to do. Yes. Oh, wait, but, but to bring us back in, to bring us back in. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Foodie Rider, did you have any other, uh, um, I'm sorry, follow-ups to Poseidon? Because those were good. I, yeah, that was were like, good side questions. That was like, I, that, were, that was like a listener has a question, but I actually have some questions I want him to answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think like at the heart of that question, I didn't know if they were talking about like casually or more than that, because that, that listener wrote in several questions and a lot of them were thank about you for your stories. participation yeah yes. thank you listener for if i could throw one last thing in there it's like the best part of the trajectory of like gay relationships is that there's so much that you already know about what the other person wants or likes or mm. feels physically like like how would you want to be picked up in a bar like if you want to like how do you want to hit on a guy how would you want to be hit on because it's probably a similar answer oh that's good insight yeah that's really good i think that that's right. for women too like women yeah. you know we yeah. kind of like touched on that earlier with the ladies hitting oh, on the yeah. ladies if like, you've never had sex with a lady and you want to be like oh how do i go down on a lady just think about what you would like as a lady. Yeah. I think you're saying, yeah, yeah. And yeah. probably the same thing for men. Probably the same for men, right? Yeah. It, there's, I think first time, and I, I feel like this will probably hold true for both sexes. Um, there's a few logistics to work out. Cause you're like, wait, how does the thing that feels so good on me? Like, how do I do that with my mouth? You have to like, kind of think through it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, then, and then you figure it out and you're like, mm-hmm, sometimes yep, it this takes is one it. or two tries. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think <laughs> I figured it's going to go off on a tangent. Thank you, Poseidon. Thank you for jumping <laughs> on in. Oral and, sex? Yes. <laughs> oral sex tangent? I mean, we could we do, do that if you want to. Listen, one of the things that I was like, oh, Poseidon is it, is that he was like, just lay back and relax. Like, I, I have no destination for this. Like, I just want you to feel good. And I was like, I might love you. Like, that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. So what else we got from the uh, menagerie? 
This sounds fun. How do you date as a couple and ensure physical safety? I've got a pretty straightforward answer for this, but you guys are go welcome. For it. Yeah, go for go it. Go for it. So I got to say that I do this with all my partners, even not the ones that not the ones that I engage in as a couple, but we require STD screening. So one of the things is that we don't really do like pop-up hookups really because we want to be really intentional about how we move about that space. But even before I was in a committed relationship, any partners that I had, um, I told them I wouldn't sleep with them until we had a full STD screening, both of us. So we, we would trade results. It would be like a like a really exciting little sexy date to look forward to because you need to trade results and then get it on later on. So um, that's what, that's what I would suggest. I would offer it up, be like, Hey, let's, you know, I'll get tested and then we'll have a date on Friday and exchange, you know, results. We'll go out to like a fancy restaurant. Then you like, then it's like really hot, like the anticipation builds. And so it's like, a fun and sexy way to do it, but still ensuring physical safety. And then I would obviously recommend barrier protection. I think that that is. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, 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 quick. Okay. uh, Voodoo Rider's answer. All three of us were over here nodding. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, I would say, you know, people aren't just, you know, be safe, you know, use condoms. Um, we get tested regularly. Yeah, get tested regularly. We um we had some like I want to say like close calls, but we had some issues in the beginning where we were safe. Like there was maybe only like two or three times where I like didn't use a condom, and it was more like vetting the person where they're like, "Oh, I haven't been with anyone for like two years." You know what I mean? It was like one of those situations. Oh. But like, yeah, like there was there was there was a. Uh, there was also like a, a girl that said like I don't have like I have like a quote unquote boyfriend but like we don't have sex you know what I mean so that was like a situation too but there was a situation where we were with a um a girl and she and I use condom I use the condom but she then like like then sent us a message like a week later and she's like oh my other partner has who some- had also multiple partners who also had yeah. multiple partners. Has something. So I, on, I think two occasions had to go get tested because I thought that I, I mean, there was no symptoms. It was just more like peace of mind. But after that, it was like, never again. You know what I mean? Like you had that. One scare is enough. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I gave this advice to another couple, um, a, a girl that we knew got married and was interested in getting into the lifestyle and asking me some questions. And that was her big concern, you know? And I said, ask for, a std screening i said yeah it's you easy. can ask that and yeah. if someone's response is in any way negative you don't yeah. want to have sex with them yeah red flag big old red yeah flag. yeah they're, they're like, like what why would you ask that hiding something or they're not willing to get regularly tested which means there yeah. is a much higher chance that they could have something and not know it than if they got regularly tested it's yeah. just or they're not mature enough to talk about it. And if they're not mature enough to talk about it, they're not mature enough to be penetrated, like by you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like- there's, there's a lot of, of reasons that, that any negativity to that question, you're like, oh, I'm glad that I figured that out before we went further, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kat is agreeing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is another Q&A episode. Um, thank you, everyone, that wrote in, 
um, gave us some questions. Keep them coming. I know that Voodoo Rider, um, you guys are, are you know contact, contacting her directly, which is great. Um, if not, you can always contact us at Unicorns Dragons and A N D Polly at gmail.com. Um, that's also our, um, uh, our our Facebook group and our Instagram handle. Please come on, give us more feedback. Give us more questions. Yeah, and we'll keep doing question of the week, but occasionally yes. when they pile up, yeah. we will do two part sessions. Yeah, I mean, if we just did like <laughs> if we did like a, a question of the week, uh, and that was just for the ones that came in, it would be like it would be like a, a year and a half of the questions that uh, came until in. we got to all of them. Yeah, yeah. but we do yeah. have some other ones that are banked as well. So if you didn't hear your questions, they are coming, and please um, keep them coming. Right. Yes. Yeah, if you have any any hot news, hot gossip, yeah. anything yeah, you want to share. Is so great. Now that things are kind of opening up now, right? Yeah. So I heard from um, our, I don't tell you guys this, but I heard from our um, first swinger um, couple, and they just went mm. to a sex club that just opened up again, <gasps> and they're very excited <gasps> for it, and they're wondering when we're going to find them. You know this means that we yes. have yeah. to go. Yes. It's on our list. Yes. Captain said when things open up, it would happen. I know. And it's going to happen. Make it happen, Captain. Yes. And also. Uh, Make us open up. Also, happy Pride Month, everyone. You know, I know yes. it's the start of it today. Um, we're really excited. We actually are planning on going to, there is a Pride Parade coming up, um, kind of local one that we're going to go to. Maybe we're going to like, I'd love to like ask people like uh, at the parade, like just a random question. Be like, hey, you want to do our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and why not? Right? Me and Bubbles are going to a dog parade, not pride related, but um, we're we got but our, we our pride gear. Dogs will be dressed pride related. Yes, yes, yes. And um, I know that uh, TT is really excited about this, so we're gonna have her actually uh, share that information of that. Um, that it's like a, a it's a company. Smart yes. is donating to to a pride positive organization yes uh we'll hit that up in a different episode though yes I feel like yes but uh, but just for now if you want to go to pet smart there's like a whole section yeah, a whole you can't section. miss it you can't miss it's it it's like love and unconditional love for everyone and damn it i wish i had the information with me right now and while we could have a whole other episode on like capitalism and pride it's really nice to at least see some people starting to give back. No, I agree. I agree. And it's actually a pretty, we got a really cool um, leash that's like rainbow with gold. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, happy, uh, yeah, happy Pride Month, people. And uh, remember, be kind to all kinds. <laughs>